The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Oh, we, oh, one of the things you're gonna have to give me a heads up for, oh, like- yeah, you're gonna have to start ducking. Like, I, that's my nose. Like I, man, if I get concussed at some point- How tall are you? I'm 6'6". Six, 6'6", six. Six, six, Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. We've got a lot to cover. Two episodes of Paradise. We are going to hit our five big questions for Bachelor in Paradise week two. And to do so, I'm joined by Amelia Wedebeyer. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Juliette. Listeners, big news. We launched the Ringer Reality TV podcast. And on Tuesday nights from now until the end of the year for Paradise and then Michelle season, you can catch Amelia's No Rose All Thorn recaps over there, only on Spotify. Check it out. Wow, thank you for the plug. Of course. Also, I'm on that feed with Callie on Fridays talking non-Bachelor. Bananas is on it Wednesday nights talking the challenge. Mm. We're going to have so much more reality TV on there as shows come up. I mean, Selling Sunset, obviously, is coming back. You don't even... <laughs> You don't even need to like know anything about Netflix's programming to know that Selling Sunset's coming back because <laughs> Chriselle and Jason Oppenheim cannot possibly be actually dating. This has to be for press. They were at the Shang-Chi premiere. I saw them on- online. I was say, did you go? No, no. <laughs> I saw pictures of them online. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine Chriselle wanting to date someone who's like rumored to be dating Mary. Or like having a thing with Mary. That's my main thing about it. In addition to some other factors. I don't know. It's just it's so hard for me to believe. Oh, I just wish only the best for Chriselle. She seems nice. Really? Is that is that genuine? Uh, no, I, I yeah, I, I I think she I mean, I don't really watch the show, but from the whole thing with her ex-husband seemed horrible. Justin Hartley, like a, yeah. Yeah, she seems like a nice woman from what I've seen in the tabloids. Maybe no. Okay. I think she's probably nice. I can't really okay. tell. Whatever. Yeah, just, you know, happy for her that she can rub this in that Justin guy's face. Nothing happens on that show. It's wild. It's so big. I mean, I love it. But <laughs> anyway, Bachelor in Paradise, four hours of programming, three if you don't count commercials. It really is. <laughs> a lot happened across the two episodes. We're going to get into it via our questions. My first question is, is Brendan, Brendo, as he's affectionately <laughs> known around here, an F boy? Amelia, what do you say? I think all signs are pointing to yes. You know, if it looks like a fuck boy, if it sounds like a fuck boy, it's probably a fuck boy. And I think that's what's happening here. Brendan has so much more personality than I realized. I, that's my biggest takeaway about Brendan. Who, okay. is he, 
Am I surprised he's the fuck boy? No, he's got the world's most beautiful eyes. He can dunk, as I mentioned, as, as oh. frequently as possible. Okay. He's handsome. He's a, a model. Of course, he's a fuck boy. But <laughs> I felt like he was like a sad, mopey guy on Tasha's season. And now I feel like he actually seems like fun, maybe a little immature. I think he was bruised by his divorce that, you know, so raw so soon that now Mm -hmm. he's like kind of he's cast his old self away, his the shell of himself that his divorce really um, gave him. And now he's like, I'm ready to meet new people. I'm ready to mingle. It's warm here. I'm into it. You know, (laughs) Brendan does live in Massachusetts where it's not warm most of the time. (laughs) So he's like really happy to be in the sun. That's that's a good point. How did you feel about him and Natasha with the sexual innuendo with the with the banana at the top of episode one? I thought, I mean, fun. I thought the one thing I actually I've noticed on this season of Paradise more so than the past seasons I've watched is that it is they have heightened the sexuality on this show, which I'm 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 not like saying that's a bad thing. It's just like an I observation. A, I would say it's a good thing. I think yeah. chased, a chase TV show. Who wants that? It's lame. Like the Bachelor, Bachelorette is way too on that. And this is just fun. It's like, let these people have fun. They're like, most of them are in their 20s. That's, and, well, and you know what? You can do it for the rest of your life. I don't care. If that makes you happy and you're not hurting anyone, great. But sure. I, I just, th- it's this fun. It's a sex I can, positive podcast. It is, it is. And I- um, Shout out to you, Katie. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, never mention her name again. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I, but it is, it's fun to see this and I am living vicariously through these people. And, you know, I love a good love triangle. I'm, I'm all about the love triangles. And so if, if sex happens along the way, I'm here for it. I'm rooting <laughs> it. Um, I, I'm, I'm wanting more boom, boom room action and it's Me very too. exciting, you know? Me too. I was glad that Demi brought it up right away. However, I was, <laughs> wasn't, wasn't happy to see Demi. Is she the only person from Colton season so far? Oh, man. I think she no, is. No, Tejuan. Tejuan was oh, eliminated right. night one I on lo- Colton season. I love Tejuan so she much. Is gr- she is so likable. And, sh- and I love she that really she's is. always hot. I am too, so I totally Same. feel for her. <laughs> and she just, I love her little storyline. I hope everything works out with her and Trey. And she's just, she's great. She's gorgeous too. She is gorgeous. She's really funny. I also hilarious. One thing, I, one thing I'm enjoying about Tajwan, and don't worry, we'll come back to Brendan. But one thing I'm enjoying <laughs> about Tajwan, I feel like she's in on the joke. I don't feel like she's being made fun of without yep. knowing about it. I feel like she's like in on it. She's participating, and Tajwan's always hot. And yes, that totally. Makes, that makes it a lot, a lot more fun than just like when they tortured Claire with her talking to like the raccoon or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah, she's got her little fan. You know, she is openly talking about how hot it is. I think she probably watched herself on uh, the previous season of Bachelor in Paradise sure. and was like, I'm just going to lean into this. And that's that's how you got to do it. And Seriously. I respect her for it. So if you if you were on the show, would you watch yourself? Yeah, probably just to see if I got a bad edit. <laughs> You know, but I'm never going on this show, so I don't have to worry about that. That's I mean, another thing oh, to worry man. about. OK, so back to Brendan. So Brendan is talking to Natasha and then Demi mm-hmm. comes in and asks Brendan on a date. Right. They go on. They go on the date. It seems fun. They do some some jet skis. Yeah. Pretty great date. I'd enjoy that. They, yeah. They jet ski together. Jet skiing sounds like fun. I've never done it, but I always Nor think I. of like Jeff Probst on that jet ski, <laughs> you know, for that survivor. And he's like with his little boats. I love that. I think of Hitch when they go on the date. Gone oh, oh, my God. OK, I saw that movie a long time ago. But yes, I know what you're talking about. 
It's truly a great movie. It's it really is. It's very it's funny. Fun. It's it's the most fun Kevin James probably has ever been <laughs> and ever will be. I love Kevin James. I also, love King like, of Queens. Is you do? Yes, I love King of Queens. I think it's never, a very funny show. I've never seen it. Oh, Eva Mendez. When was she last in a movie? It's been a while. It's been a while, but you know she's raising her kids, so I know she's, she's been so busy. Lucky. Married Ryan Gosling, so lucky. <laughs> anyway, they do the jet ski thing, and then they chat on the beach. After they make up, make excuse me. After they make out, Brendan's like, "Hey, I want to keep talking to other people as well." Sure. Should he should he have told her that before they made out or after they made out? Uh, that's hard. You know what? Well, I think it depends because maybe he felt like, "Hey, maybe I'm into her," and they just didn't connect once he kissed her. You know what I mean? And sure. also, it's paradise. Like there are no rules really, other than <laughs> like be courteous to others and I'm well I guess that's not necessarily true but like but you know I think being courteous to others like generally a good rule of thumb to live by well yes of course but I mean but in but this could be seen as not being courteous but at the same time it's like you kind of know what the rules are going into paradise it's like you know you have to have your options open and that and you can't really be upset about um the show moving on without you kind of I know and but Demi I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Demi meltdown when she was just like, it was hilarious. It's like, she's never been rejected before. Is is that possible? In her own mind? I think so. Um, She really, I think she, and I don't mean this. I just genuinely, as someone who has watched a lot of these shows and who has seen Demi before, she lives in her own world. Mm. And it's just very apparent to me that she is a narcissist and, Um, and, and, you know, I'm, but I'm being, I'm being hundred percent, you know, I'm trying to keep it real on this podcast and she does, she is entertaining to an extent, but she's also just, she's obnoxious. I don't find her entertaining. I really don't. Although on the other hand, if she weren't like bringing the fireworks in this episode, it might've been kind of boring because otherwise it just becomes a conversation about what's happening outside of the show, which I'm really glad they brought up Piper stuff. Like I was worried they would just ignore that, Mm -hmm. but if you don't have the Demi fireworks, you just sort of don't have a, a episode one this week. I don't know what they would have shown. Well, exactly. That's the whole thing. It's like, you know what? I find her to be obnoxious, but at the same time, I do also find her entertaining. And it's just one of those, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, because her freaking out about Brendan was far more interesting than the date itself, of course. Right, exactly. And also, just like, and she's, but at the same time, it's like I'm watching this and I'm enjoying her freak out. But at the same time, it's like she's bringing in Colton and being like, well, he only didn't like me because he was gay and stuff. I'm just like, you don't have to bring that in. Like, I just, she's just, she's really not a self-aware person. And just, she just is a narcissist. So. David Spade asked her if she'd be going for the P or the V because Mm. last time she was on Bachelor in Paradise, she'd been hooking up with Derek, but then her her girlfriend from back home Christian came and then they ended up getting engaged. They're no longer off fiance. <laughs> right. They've gone their separate ways. I believe Demi at the beginning of COVID was dating a guy. She lived with his family. I know that because I interviewed her. Oh, wow. And it, was, it was like out there and stuff. I thought that like I'm mixed on how David Spade asked her that question. The P or the V thing. On the one hand. Sure. I'm glad they acknowledged like her, her history on the show and yeah. it wasn't just sort of like ignored. I think that like his cavalier attitude about it was like, was funny. Mm-hmm. And also I did like that sort of like made it not a thing. It was just sort of like, kind of like a, him right. being a comedian. But on the other hand, I feel like he was 
sort of like reinforcing this binary a little bit. And, and, sure. and obviously I think society is still learning how to be more mm-hmm. accepting and like understand the fluidity of both gender and, se- gender and sexuality, but just sort of this feels like then it puts everything that Demi did with Christian seem like, like for trivialized sh- or yeah, like for, yeah. for the show. For sure. And that may, right. that may be uncomfortable. Oh, totally. I mean, there are, and we can get to it later, but there are several moments where they do this. They talk about sex and that kind of stuff. Um, and, and it isn't in like a very kind of like trivialized, like fun for the show, fun for the little bit, fun for the joke at the time. And it's like kind of uncomfortable, but I'm not like, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm personally not super offended by that, but I can totally understand I'm, if I'm other not people offended are offended either. by it. I, I, I feel the same way. I just, I just feel like, the show both wants credit for like having had that Demi storyline previously. Sure. Yeah. While also like, you know, still being a pretty like heteronormative show, which exactly, you know, that is the show. So that that is the show to a T. Oh my God. And with the whole Jasenia and Ivan conversation, mini conversation. And it's just like, okay. Okay. And then you have Victoria out here, uh, Victoria L Victoria, the goddess calling Tej. What did she call Tejuan? Like, aggressive and stuff and just like yeah okay all right victoria l's horrible we'll come back to her let's talk about is yeah sorry (laughs) just and ivan we're gonna come back to as well but brendan is he an f boy yes i need to to know more about what was going on between him and piper before they got on the show i'm just really glad they brought it up i do feel bad for natasha i feel like i fear that perhaps Brendan was not completely honest with her when she was like, if if Piper was here right now, like what would you do or whatever? If you're Piper and you hear Brendan being like, yes, we were talking to each other, but we are not dating. (laughs) We are not involved. That's got to sting. Even if it's true. Yeah. I think like hearing the person that like you're hooking up with or talking to whatever it is. Sure. Being like, this is not a thing in direct language on television. That's got to really hurt. Definitely. I think, yeah, if I were Piper, I'd be like, ah, okay, well, that's all right. I'm going to write you off. So, yeah, (laughs) I'd be like, oh, it's not a thing. All right. I'm blocking your number. Delete. (laughs) Yeah. Never talk to me ever again. Exactly. Um, Let's Ivan and Jesenia. I don't have a question about them, but uh, Mm -hmm. love Ivan. Glad to see him finding someone going on a date. I he annoys me. I'm going to be honest. He why? Tell me more. He's just really cocky he's really yes. and I think you well, and Callie were talking about this and she noticed it too and yeah he's almost cocky in a way that I'm just like I don't like that I don't like you're like we, we get it you don't have to keep talking about yourself I'm a I real sucker for a jerk I can't I, there's no <laughs> way for me to hide it I just love an arrogant jerk I always have I just it's it's a terrible trait but it can only be me <laughs> hey I get it. and at least you know what? you're realizing it you're confronting yeah, it I know it's terrible. <laughs> um, he is. It's funny. Like all of the guys I feel like are just, we're seeing so much more personality from them. I, yeah. The women, the women, I feel like I, I had a better feel for them. Many of them mm-hmm. for whatever mm-hmm. reason, but like Trey and Aaron and Brandon and Ivan and, and Noah in particular, I'm just like, Oh, you guys have way more to you than we were allowed to see on the bachelorette. And that's great. Yeah. You know, I was impressed by Noah's like narration for a few scenes. I was like, what? And he was like, kind of like funny too. I was like, wait, I hated you. And now I don't necessarily know. hate you. I know. We definitely did so. not, do not need Bennett. Don't miss him at all. We're doing great. It's amazing. It's really amazing. It is wow. shocking. 
But um, Jacenia and Ivan's conversation was was really sweet. I also, yeah. I, I mean, she talked about how she appreciated how Ivan talked about race while he was on Tasha season. And then he very specifically talked about, talked to her, asked her questions about what it was like to get um, a lot of like hate messages mm-hmm. being on Matt season. And that is like a far better way to have that conversation than to like ask Rachel Lindsay to like read the mean <laughs> messages she gets on like an after the final rose. And right. I just think it's good. You know, I talked about this with Mal for the finale mm-hmm. about like how should the show handle all the storylines that play out in between mm-hmm. seasons and off camera. And I think this is like, they're definitely like learning and, and doing a better job than, than they were before. Cause like, yeah, this, this is definitely a step forward. Like in this episode, in this, I, I, don't, I can't differentiate between the two, but like they acknowledge the Piper stuff. They acknowledged right. what the women went through while Matt season was airing. And like, I think mm-hmm. that's like really important. The next challenge is to work that into the actual bachelor and bachelorette, but <laughs> right. It makes it feel realer. That conversation, not only was it important to have on TV, but it made me like believe in Jacenia and Ivan way more than I think I would have. Like we know what they bonded over. They had like a really meaningful conversation. Exactly. And I feel like it wasn't forced at all. And I feel like a lot of times on like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, those conversations are very forced. And this one felt yeah. really natural to me. So I was yes, like, okay, nice. All right. And I feel like Jacenia, she's like getting to be more than just like you know, a tattletale or whatever. What <laughs> yeah, her versus that. MJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I totally forgot about MJ. She's I would have erased from my memory. And I don't blame you because I, like who, who cares? But also, you know what? Maybe her feistiness would have been fun on this season. I don't know. That's true. That's true. All right. We're moving on. Question number two. How much did ABC pay to license <laughs> It's going to be me by NSYNC to introduce Lance Bass. That is a great question. I don't, I've only worked with like licensing with that kind of stuff. Like, I'm sorry. I I know I bring this up like on different podcasts, but I used to work at (laughs) Disney and we had to even license when we used music from their movies. Like this is internal Disney. We had to pay the Walt Disney record company to use (laughs) the music. So they're, ve- they have like a very on it legal team. And so I, I can't imagine, I mean, they, they were on it obviously, and they probably had to pay a lot of money. Yeah. So music licensing is tricky. They, it's so tricky and expensive. They used a lot of the song. Like they used like a minute basically. Uh, yes, they did. I mean, and they got him to go, it's going to be me. And like, yeah, it's wild. They used a <laughs> lot of it. Connor B cat guy was so into it. I hate, I hate Connor B. Cat guy. I just, I despise him. Like, I cannot stand anything about him. And he definitely wanted Woo. to, like, break out and just, like, start doing the full-on dance. I mean, get it. We we all know the bye-bye-bye hand motions, too. We we understand, dude. Right. It was funny because, actually, I was just re-watching it before we are doing this podcast, and it, they, it was, like, an overhead shot, and everyone was, like, you know, like, doing their own little, like, shoulder like moves, grooving, and he was yeah. getting into it. Like, he was the only person using his arms and his full body to, like, dance to this song. It was crazy. He is so annoying. Also, he, I think he was wearing another shirt this week that was, like, wide open. <laughs> that was buttoned just, to his navel. Yeah, okay. It's just, like, cat guy. Button your shirt. What are I you know. doing? I oh know. my God. I would also, we'll come back, but I would also pick Riley over cat guy every day of the week. Oh um, my God. Yes. I have to say, I was so sad for David Spade to leave. I was just like, what? We're done. That's all we get. 
yeah, that's how I felt too. I was like, that this is I thought this was gonna go on longer, but I guess Paradise doesn't really last very long and they're doing the two episodes a week, so it's hard. But I also felt that David didn't get I mean, Lance, we've only had him for one episode, but he's already here hosting a date and like we didn't even get David to host a date. I know. I was so bummed out. <laughs> Me too. And it, but I also I do think it's interesting and maybe I don't I don't so David Spade is I would say from an era before mm-hmm. Lance Bass in terms of fame. Sure. So, T- Tommy Boy predates this show for sure. <laughs> right, exactly. Um and I mean, from what I can tell these a lot of the people seem like very excited about Lance. Not that they didn't seem excited about David Spade, but it seemed like they were even more excited about Lance Bass because NSYNC probably occurred right, you know, at the sweet spot of their childhood, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Did you kind of feel that or no? I was like, Serena P is definitely too young for NSYNC. Like, she's 23. (laughs) And I was just like, Serena P is like too young for Lance Bass. She's 23 years old. Right. So So that means that she was born like, 1998 or whatever, 1999. Right. And so she was barely conscious for when NSYNC was really big. So it's like, yeah, she heard the song. I'm sure, I'm sure she knows the music. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys are timeless. Right. But the women are kind of like, it depends, you know, Kenny, he's obviously very familiar. He's oh, well, manager. yeah, he made that clear. Yeah, exactly. But a lot of the women, it's like, oh, they're like, they were really young for this. True, but I would say the cultural impact of NSYNC is greater than the cultural impact of David Spade. And no shots yes. at David Spade. I agree I, with that. I agree with that for sure. Although when Demi was like, Joe Dirt, hello. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is that is that how David Spade wants to be thought of as the Joe Dirt? I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, you know, I, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. But have you I, seen Tommy Boy? I have not seen Tommy Boy. I've seen The Emperor's New Groove. Have you seen Black Sheep? No. Oh, my God. So you haven't seen the Chris Farley, David Spade classics. No, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I love him in The Emperor's New Groove. No. Okay, that's an animated movie. I know. And it's a good <laughs> movie, too. <laughs> Voice work, it pays the big bucks. But it really I, I do, Lance is definitely more relevant. Plus, Lance is like in the reality TV world. Well, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we reviewed him like you, you mentioned right before we started this podcast on Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump only a few months ago. That was one of the worst episodes of television I've ever seen. So it was bad. Pretty bad. I just feel like Lance wants to like be a celebrity. I mean, he obviously oh, totally. is one, but he's like so out and about him. Yeah. Him, Lance, and I believe Joey Patone performed mm. with Nick and AJ. Yes. For I think Pride the summer at the Grove. Yep. For the and, Trevor Project or something. Yes. And Lance and like Nick Carter did like a whole um, Instagram live that obviously I watched as a Backstreet Boys super fan. And he's just sort of like, he's just still like, you know, wanting very much to have like a very big public persona. Oh, to- I mean, the guy wanted to go to space before it was even cool to go to space. Totally. So that's true. I, I get that. And I, I you know, and he's he's hosted shows. He's been on shows. You know, he was impersonated on The Circle season two, all that stuff. I think stuff, he's a serious so. show for a while too. He's kind of like, was podcasting well, before podcasting. And he also, I think before Justin Timberlake got into movies, he did a movie, that On the Line movie. On the Line, of course. Yep. Joey Patone was in that as well. Exactly. Never forget. But what, I, so I found it was, in, and I don't know, we'll have to see like for next week's episodes and whatnot, but if he's going to get more screen time versus the screen time that they gave to David Spade. Because right. how do you, do you do it because they know Lance better? They're more excited about Lance or just like, why would he get more screen time over David Spade when I, 
no shots at Lance because I, I really have enjoyed both Lance and David Spade. But David Spade has more charisma than Lance Bass. <laughs> He's definitely better like speaking performer. I he's mean, Lance, so funny. He is. He was really good. I totally agree. He, he's really funny. How did you think Lance did hosting Riley and Marissa's date? I mean, that date, I didn't like it. I thought it was really like, I, and I, I don't mean to be such a total stick in the mud, but I thought it was like kind of inappropriate. And it was just like, why do we need to, we don't need to do this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, um, the questions could have been better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I also just feel like everyone else just kind of like got to have like a vibe on their dates, like Serena and right. Thomas. And they sort of like kept, the, you know, they had Lance Bass on their date. Is that going to make for the best romantic connection? I don't know. That's a, I don't know. If I were on a date and Lance was there, I'd be so distracted. I would just have to oh. focus on Lance. I would be I, like, can I ask you questions? I would yeah. just want to talk about it in sync. Like <laughs> I would try to become his friend. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hard. Absolutely. But he was, he was good. And overall, do you, are you liking? I think the consensus from what I've seen is that people are loving these guest celebrity hosts. It is fun. It yeah. changes the show. So the, this is like kind of just like a more meta thing about this yeah. season. Is like with acknowledging everything happening outside of the show and having these guest hosts who are like kind of fans of the Bachelor people and sure. the Bachelor people are fans of them. It just changes it into like makes it more clearly for television and less like world building, but I don't, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's necessary. I think we saw from Katie's season that that's actually necessary. Totally. And also I, and I hate to do this, but I've just been, I've been thinking lately a lot about star power and, mm. um, cause I found, Oh my God, I found, do you like the musical Grease? Of course. Oh what, am, I, am I a human? Like, what, <laughs> okay. kind of que- what kind of question is that? Do I like Grease? <gasps> okay. Well, I'm just making sure because I don't know. I it's just like John Travolta. I, is one of the one of the best living entertainers. He is so fucking good. I stand John Travolta so hard. He not only gave us Danny Zuko, he gave us Adele Dazeem. Like I have no choice but to stand the man. <laughs> he's but, also really good in hairspray. Like really good. He is. He's like good in all the like. Yeah, John Travolta has star power. And I was thinking about it because I found Grease on Paramount Plus, and I was watching it, and I was like, this. I should hate this movie for so many reasons because it's just like not something you would think that I would like or me personally. And, and I, I love, I just, I grew up with that movie. I love it. And it, a lot of it has of to do with the star power of John Travolta in that movie. <laughs> and I love star power. And I'm thinking that, you know, these D list, C list celebrities coming onto the bachelor are bringing star power to it. And that is what is helping me watch it every week. Am I, I also, crazy? Um, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But I do think the sort of like, not only are the contestants coming in and out, but the hosts are also coming in and out. Like everything yeah. is, flu- everything's fluid in paradise. Everything That's changes. I, I do. That. So I do, I do enjoy that part of it. I, I think it's fun. They needed to mix it up a little bit. I, I was dubious of these guest hosts, but I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying it. And I love, love, love little John's voiceovers. That's like so, <gasps> so good. good. Especially so because good. Katie season of the bachelorette, the like weird voice talent. That's like listening to like a Spotify podcast ad was really weird. I was just like, who is this <laughs> random voice? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I agree. I agree. But and and not to bring up the celebrities again, but I just I really do think they add something to this show. And it well, like it feels higher production value, right? Like between the right. celebrities and paying for the NSYNC song. I can't stress how <laughs> unusual that is on reality TV. They uh-huh. don't like dance or listen to music because they right. can't license the mute. They can't license the songs. So right. hearing an actual pop song that we all know that a song that is memed every May 1st 
ever is just for a minute was shocking to me i was just like tell me the budget i'm dying to know so (laughs) and they probably did spend most of it on that song and the celebrity guest host yeah well the rest of it's really cheap which Uh, i think is really smart because it draws people in i mean who isn't gonna want and be like oh david spade okay maybe i'll watch the show i mean i feel like a lot of people well i would go that far but i will say i do feel like a lot of people are like david spade he was good so then maybe you will check it out See, there you go. Yeah, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Just, I'm just go- like on this John Travolta beat. But anyway, sorry. Yes, continue. John Travolta in Paradise would be incredible. <laughs> I would die. Please, Rob Mills, if you're listening to this, spend your entire budget. I will skip a whole season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette if you get John Travolta to host Bachelor in Paradise. It would be amazing. He'd be like, what's going on? I would love every second of it. Oh, my God. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Question number three. Yeah. Who would you rather get stuck with in an elevator? Victoria, the goddess, or Victoria, the um, potential has a boyfriend back home? That is so hard. That is Victoria Larson versus Victoria Paul. I feel like I could have a better conversation with Victoria Paul. Yeah. You know? I think I personally think it's no brainer. Victoria Paul seems nuts. I believe on Peter season, she also had like some potential like lying drama, I believe. Oh, okay. Yes. But then she had this whole lying thing about with Alea. Right. Like she lied about Alea or something and then Alea right. came back. So Victoria Paul seems like she might have a lying problem. Um, I, I think so. I think she's a compulsive <laughs> liar. But... I think that might, might make you fun to be around. She'll, like, she'll say whatever. Yeah. So if you're going to be stuck in an elevator... <laughs> At least she'll like have some stories. Plus, I don't know if you saw her Instagram, but she just had her um, breast implants removed. Oh, okay. And so you could ask her about that. One popped apparently like, right, oh. right around the time of paradise. I think right oh after. Oh my God. I hope she's okay. Jeez Louise, that's scary. Her self-elimination was so funny. She basically, she got caught lying. So she decided to leave. I know. And then the way she tried to like manage the situation and she was just like well I just hope you know that these girls Tammy and Kelsey are better than this and like she tried to like 
<laughs> that was wild. I was like, what? But I love that he called her out and he's like, I have no problem with them. <laughs> I know. I love Tammy. She's fun. She's funny. Um, yeah. I'm glad that she's with Aaron. Hot couple. Um, yeah, but it's not looking good for next week. I know. I know. I'm worried for her, I, but I think she made a mistake. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, I just enjoyed that. She was like, I'm going to self-eliminate. I don't think this is right for me. And then it's just, she's got a boyfriend and she was found out. It was so, it was so obvious. I kind of felt bad for James though. I'm like, why do I feel bad for him? He'll be fine. But I I did feel for him. Well, totally because she made it seem like she was into him and everything. And she couldn't even freaking remember his first name. That's rude. That's insulting. Yeah, I know. It really, it really was. Also, it's not a hard name to remember. Uh, Right? Yeah. And she was, she was like, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, and then she called him Jordan. She kept calling him Jordan. Apparently she called him Tim. And it's just like, his name is James. It's not that hard to remember that his name is James. <laughs> it's such a basic name. I happen to love the name James. So maybe just I wouldn't forget it. But it, yeah. was, pre- it was pretty funny. She's such a weird, goofy character. I, 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 she, she flummoxes me. But, you know, she's great television. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, I mean, she's not afraid to lie, which I guess, you know what? A reality show needs a good liar. And Victoria P <laughs> is going to be that woman. So thank you for your service, Victoria it's P. So, so true. Um, Victoria Larson, thank God she's gone. I hope to never, <sighs> ever hear from her again. Seriously. Well, also, if you were stuck in that elevator, she would probably have a breakdown because she had yet another breakdown where she she crouches on the ground and she goes, <laughs> fair and just like I'm so sick of this I'm so you put yourself in these situations Victoria so you know what you sit in them please the way that she spoke to Tajwan was just like so unacceptable it was Tajwan right yeah yeah and it was wild just like absolutely not okay exactly and because she like because Victoria is the one who is delusional and just just over the top and it's just like we, we you were never gonna find love so I don't know why they, they invited her back, obviously, as like a production, hoping that she would cause a lot of drama. And the drama she caused was like so lame and unnecessary and just worked also, against everything. Clearly, no guy was going to pick her like that. Right. Because she's has such a bad personality. And like the staring <laughs> thing was just so weird. But she also seems to think that she should be like courted. And that's like not right. That's not the game we're playing here. It's kind those, of mutual. You both those are the go rules of paradise. Exactly. She didn't get it. It's like, I, I don't, it's just, I don't know. And the whole like rebranding as a goddess, like, okay, this might've been funny like 10 years ago, but it's, it really was funny not. for about like 30 seconds when she's talking to David Spade. And then it's just like totally pointless. Honestly, because. I wouldn't even give her that. It was just like <laughs> funny when she had that annoying crown on and someone was like, are those, bungee cords or something zip cord zip, zip, zip ties <laughs> yeah which I was like nice I think that was Connor actually but um yeah it's just like you know you're kind of a waste of everyone's time here so go I'm so home. glad she's gone Me I was too. a little sad to lose, lose Kelsey though I liked Kelsey I was just you know I watched the episode with my mom and I was like and, and my mom's from Iowa so she really likes Kelsey and I like Kelsey too I see nothing wrong with her I think she's beautiful and uh you know she's also to me she's become Kelsey. She's not champagne girl anymore. I agree. She's transcended it. She's, she she yeah. kind of seems fun. She does. And she seems nice. And she seemed like very level headed. And when she was yeah. talking to James and I appreciated that. And yeah, I would I would hang out with Kelsey. She seems cool. Who's the fourth person that left? Victoria, Victoria, 
Kelsey and Serena C. Oh, and Serena C. Who right. made out with Aaron. Right, right, right. I forgot she tried last ditch effort. I feel like Aaron's just open for business, unfortunately. Oh, totally. Danny. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> you want to straddle me? Get on. Seems like shit really hits the fan next week. I know. I'm so excited, actually. I'm really I'm looking excited. forward to it, too. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. I'm really into Mari and Kenny. Like, just. Oh, uh, yes. In, me too. In general. So I'm not happy about Demi fucking that up, but I'm, I'm definitely on team Mari. Mari and Kenny is like, Never would have guessed that in a million years. If you'd given me like yeah. a whole pool of eligible people to be on the season, I would have been like, Mari and Kenny, what? But, but it works. It works really well, I think. They seem like two nice people who found each other. I know. I love them together. I really am rooting for them. And I love that she's going to throw Demi's, is it Demi's birthday? I have no idea. Cake into the fire. And I just, I'm like, go Mari, you do that. I, I just love that she is willing She's willing to go there with Demi. And some I feel like some people aren't willing to do that because Demi, she has such a brash personality that they're kind of maybe afraid of her or intimidated by her. But it, feel, it feels to me like Mari is like, hell no, let's go toe to toe. Yeah. And boy, and am I into, into that. that. <laughs> I'm so into that. I'm like, woo, when is it Monday night again? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about it next week. OK, question number four. <laughs> Amelia, how tall is Thomas? <laughs> He's six, six. I don't know if you heard Thomas say this, but he's six foot six. <laughs> I know that Callie and I are going to talk a lot about this. So she's a huge Thomas fan, but what do you think about Thomas's debut? You know, I think Thomas is a really handsome guy and it seemed, I, I think he has good intentions. I really do. But I also think he has a, a huge ego and he seems the, super lame. He is really? very handsome, but I think he seems just like, I think his ego makes him lame. He's sort of like, well, cheesy and like, I don't know. There's something about him. It's like, oh, he's not that fun. I think he's fighting between being like just like a just a good guy who is humble and but also a guy who knows he's he's good looking. He's super tall. He's athletic and he wants to talk about himself and, you know, pump himself up. I think those those are two things at work and they're it's not going well for Thomas. No, no it's. It's not. It was interesting. Serena P was so not into him. I was a little. Oh my god! I was a little surprised she went on the date with him. I guess she just thought he was hot. But sure, she had no interest in what he was saying. She seemed like displeased while he was like explaining what happened on Katie's season, which is wild to me because I'm like, you know, you're hanging out with Joe, right? Yeah, I know. I have a personal vendetta against (laughs) it's not. It's not his fault. But I just feel like so much of what's wrong with this world and why dating Mm -hmm. is so difficult is. Because of people like grocery store Joe, who, <laughs> who doesn't like, even own a grocery store anymore. So, yeah, it's just like, why is he such a hot commodity? Like, I don't know. He's so mopey. And he's just so regular. He's very, it should be regular Joe, just yeah, regular he's, Joe. He's a regular Joe. Let's put him on, like, what was that sh- million, uh, Joe Millionaire? Like, he Joe Millionaire. Be, he or average be, Joe. Yes. Like, that is who he is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's the focal point with like the, the most, perhaps the most desired woman in paradise just makes me angry. I just like, <laughs> he's so lucky, whatever. <laughs> but I was, I really enjoyed the Thomas supercut. I, I liked all the ed- <laughs> editing around Thomas. I think he needed it. Like let, let's lighten things up around him. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It's pretty funny to me um, that these guys from Katie's season have to like really formally introduce themselves because no one's seen their season. So it's also a oh, lot yeah. of like, a lot of like hearsay around what happened on Katie's season. Totally. And again, that works against Thomas. And also the fact just like, don't bring up other people you had beef with on your one-on-one date. Like that's just rule number one. Don't do that. He seems to love himself. Like the way he was just well, 
Yeah. It seemed like he was just talking about himself the whole time. And I think that is the fatal flaw of Thomas is that he loves himself and he's so honest about like loving himself, but also wanting to be a good guy. And it's just like, that's never a good combination because if you remember on Katie's season, he actually admitted to saying he thought about being The Bachelor, which you're insane if you don't think all these people who go on this show aren't thinking that. But yeah. his mistake was saying it out loud. You don't say that out loud. And he did it. And then when he came onto the beach, he was having what seemed like a fun time with Serena. And then he decided to say, like, Trey is immature and he's a, like a baby and I'm a man. And, and then it's like, take a look at her face. She's not enjoying this conversation. Like for <laughs> she five seems seconds. Miserable. She, she seems seemed miserable. And he was <laughs> too into talking himself up. And it's just like, oh my God. Thomas, take it down a notch. It's funny. There was the most like visible discomfort this episode that I could remember yes. in a while. Like Natasha looked so agitated at times when she was worried about Brendan. <laughs> oh, Natasha. Serena. Did, I know we love Natasha. Serena obviously didn't like Thomas. Brendan mm-hmm. looked very like nervous when he was being questioned over Piper. Yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good facial expressions this week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> that was fun to watch them squirm. Yeah. For I sure. also like just enjoyed more sort of like shots of the bar. I feel like we're getting a lot of mm-hmm. them just sort of like hanging out and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Paradise is a real vibe Me too. and I like it, it is. And you know what I've also liked is the lower thirds. I, everyone's been, really been talking about the great lower thirds like Tejuan still hot love that you know Kelsey bro champagne in a box girl. champagne girl yeah, James bro in a box, box. Yeah, like was, I just I'm good. loving those lower thirds they, they're great everyone's just like taking a deep breath and having fun in paradise after Exa- a slog of a bachelor <sighs> season and that's what I love about paradise it's like it's not taking itself seriously like that is the tone I want I love it so absolutely agree <laughs> um question number five has Riley been working out? This man arrived with some new guns. I don't remember him being quite tree trunks as built uh, when he was on Tasha's season. I think he. I remember that he did have pretty nice arms on Tasha's season, but they're out of control now. Like they are like two pythons, two anacondas. He was like really getting ready for this, and it paid <laughs> off. Good for him. Yeah, went to the boom boom room. Have we seen the boom boom room before? Not on this season. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure we've seen it ever. Like, we've heard oh, about really? it. Oh, really? Has there Are ever been? Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I feel like we have, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know. You, I... you might be right. But like, as we said, this is a pretty chaste show. Showing them with like the black and white footage having sex. That doesn't happen much on Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. I know. Well, do you, so do you think they had sex? I do. Do you really? Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I also, love ba- it. Based on the scenes from next week. Oh, that's true. Like, oh, the, that's sad. When they like woke up in the morning and stuff. And like, I don't know. And, and also they call Con- Connor and he's yeah, like, what? Connor's like <laughs> so dejected. <laughs> also, at a certain point, you're adults. Why not? Like, what's the point of waiting? I mean, no, I, 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 res- I respect everyone's decision, obviously. And totally. consent is important. But like, I think that like at a certain point, you're like, you're on the show. You're only there for a month. Everything's expedited anyway. Like, why not? Why not? He's hot. She's hot. Let's do it. I'm, they I'm into really it. really enjoyed each other. Well, they had a great... I loved their conversation, too. After the annoying little game that they played with Lance Bass, I thought their dinner date conversation was great. And Riley seems like such a nice guy. And we obviously didn't know anything about Marissa, really, um, from Peter's season. Literally nothing. It's actually, And she's clearly, like, good television. And also, seems she seems like a pretty good hang, too. Such totally. a better... 
better hang than Connor B. I'm really glad she oh found her way to Riley. Gosh, me too. I didn't like how he came in though, talking to so many women, like interviewing he them. Did. I didn't. I did. <laughs> yeah. He was like interviewing them to go on a date. I'm glad that they found each other and like their date actually ended up being pretty fun. But again, seeing like these real conversations is such a better way of addressing the issues around the show than like any any of this forced bullshit. Totally, totally. What, but also, what did you think of his, like, he shaved his little mustache? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you should have kept it. You should have kept it. I thought he generally looked good. No, I mean, I think he's a handsome guy, but I just would have liked him better with the little mustache. I like her style. I think that she dresses like the most normal person, actually. Like, I, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I would dress like her, but I just feel like the things that she wears, like, you would most likely see out in the wild. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Yeah. She has, like... And I don't, this is going to sound bad, but she is very, like, her, the, the clothing that she's worn is very fast fashion-y. Yes. But, like, that's why it's normal. Well, right. Exactly. Yes. It's not it's like good, she but went, it's normal. Yeah. It's like she went to, like, H&M and Zara. And like, Fashion Nova. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fashion Nova and, like, maybe some Instagram brands. So, yeah. Exactly. I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, like, I would dress that way, but it's just, like, recognizable as, like, how a human totally. dresses. Yeah. Not, like, a Bachelor in Paradise, like, cyborg. And I also love that she's been very natural with her makeup and she's very glowy and she's yeah, I mean, she's, she's absolutely great. stunning. So, um, yeah. And I just, I think they're great together and I'm so happy that she's moved on from Cat Guy. Not to like pile on Connor, but did you see where... <laughs> pile away. I okay. Connor. Riley and, um, and Marissa were on the date and then they flash over to like Connor with his sad little ukulele and he's playing a sad song. And then Wells tries wiping non-existent tears as Connor plays the song. I was like, this is so fake. I've been enjoying Wells. I thought it was, I, I always thought it was kind of crazy that Wells ran the rose ceremony though. I was just like, Whoa, I know. what yeah. a promotion for Wells from behind the bar to hosting the rose sure. ceremony. What? Sure. But I, I thought him. it was good. It's, it feels a little bit like we're just heading towards Wells being a, a host, at least part-time on this show. Yeah. And you know what? I've been kind of negative about Wells, but he's fine. He doesn't really have a personality, which I think is good. Yeah. He needs to like be a vessel for facilitating the show. Exactly. Because I ask the right questions, which he's mostly doing. I think so, too. And it's like, honestly, leave all the funny stuff up to like the editors and David Spade and the producers. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Wells, we don't need your humor. Right. Reminds reminds me of um, on the OC when Summer's like, we don't need your comedy, Cohen. Ooh, have uh, um, Rachel Bilson host. What's oh, she doing? I think she got a podcast, a like just like well, you and me. Hosting, <laughs> so host, I think hosting an OC rewatch. She's ready for paradise. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next week it seems like shit just really is going to go crazy. I'm oh, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. Hell yeah! It seems like we got, we got Tammy and Aaron. And Thomas, and remember, there was a shot of Tammy being like, I feel so horrible. And then Thomas confronts Aaron on the beach, and Aaron's like, she made out with me today, and then she's making out with you tonight. And and then Thomas is like, oh, what? I'm oblivious. Oh, that was awesome. And then we've got the whole, uh, you know, they, Marissa and Riley were in the boom boom room, and we, we get the shot of Connor where he goes, huh? She's like, yes. And then also the Demi Mari Kenny Kenny. love triangle where she was uh, Mari's like, yeah, you know, pursue guys. And then she's like, I didn't realize she was going to pursue my guy. And then she's got the cake and she throws it into the fire. And I'm like, "Woo!" 
<laughs> I feel re-energized. This is the kind of uh, descriptive narration you can find on No Rose All Thorn. <laughs> Check out the reality TV podcast, um, the Ringer reality TV podcast. I it is like a good season so far. It's just like a fun watch. Like when I got the, when is. I got the episodes, I was like, yes, I'm just gonna devote some time to this, and it totally it's just fun. I I also it is fun. It helps that a lot of these people are pretty likable. Like other than Demi and Cat Guy, who I uh, who I love to hate, <laughs> though I do really hate him. Right, right. There's no one who I'm just like dreading. There's no not especially with the Victoria Larson gone with the goddess gone. I'm just right. like there's no one that I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to spend time with them on screen. Which right. has been I, very fun. I will say that like I could do less of Joe moping all the time. Yeah, um I don't, I, don't, I don't like Joe. So but other than that, I'm fine with it. And again, I just love that they're like the I just love the love triangle aspect. It's so exciting to me. So, um, and there's so yeah. much to look forward to. We got Piper coming at some point too. Oh my God. And Piper and what's her face? The girl who used to be with Joe, uh, Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. I know. I'm really I know. excited about that too. I wonder if Serena P and Joe are still together. That would be crazy to me. But you think, well, yeah, actually you're right. It would be kind of wild, seemed, but she seems pretty into him and he into her. I guess. Right. I guess I understand being into her, so that doesn't surprise me. But her being into him, it's inexplicable. I know. but And then we also get Becca Kufrin coming, which is exciting. And it seems like she's going to hit it off with Thomas. There's just so much to look forward to. Oh, my God. And it's just the beginning. And then we also get Titus Burgess and Lil Jon. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> already sound, so excited. We sound like an advertisement for the show. It's good we, <laughs> we're frequently so critical because otherwise this is just like, we love Paradise. We do <laughs> yeah. love Paradise. Paradise is, again, it's the premiere show of this franchise, in my opinion. Everyone it's knows just, that. It lifts my spirits. Like the Bachelor and Bachelorette grinds them into the ground and I get depressed. <laughs> and then I have to go uh, seek out movies like Grease and then watch Paradise to make myself feel better. So, you know. I do wish that they they separated a little bit more. Like two nights in a row, though. It's like hard to separate what happens, you know? <sighs> it's a lot of content coming in at you at all times. Yeah. On that note, next week, we're going to do pods on after Monday night and after Tuesday night. I realized, you know, we just can't wait until Tuesday. So thanks for bearing with Woo! us this week. Still be back on Thursday with Callie. Check out Amelia on the Ringer Reality TV podcast and check out all the rest of the Ringer Podcast Network. Thanks to Kai McMullen for producing this episode. I'll be back on Thursday. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.